Hi, this is AB. I am currently sitting on my front porch. Um, I was having a conversation with God and he reminded me that now more than ever, the world needs to hear these conversations. So, without further ado, this is, I believe it's Talk About God. But I think it should probably be talk to God with AB. And in efforts to not just simply repeat myself, I will sum up that I started out by just thanking him for one, it is outrageously early. Um, But he woke me. He woke me up from a dream that was actually really unsettling. I'm so thankful that he did. And um, he brought me out to my porch. And the stars are like overwhelmingly beautiful. It's just... uh. And then the fact that I get to live where I do, where I can walk out on my porch and see overwhelmingly beautiful stars um is amazing and it's not something i ever in uh, my wildest dreams would have dreamt up for myself um so in that regard i'm i'm unbelievably blessed by that as well and i just i really feel his love that he would bless me out of all the people in the world and I know many many others are blessed as well and it's not about who is and who isn't blessed by any means it was it's just humbling to me to see his works in my own personal life to see how much my my God really does care. And then knowing how my heart is breaking for my country right now and the youth in my country and knowing that his heart breaks even more, even more. My almost overwhelming sadness when I see what's going on and I see quite literally self-professing Marxists um, trying to systematically dismantle my country. The country that God blessed me to be born into. The country that all other countries look to as the pinnacle of hope and freedom and to know that our children my own child went to school on September 11th and by went to school I mean studied on a Chromebook online which is insane but we won't go there and they didn't teach him about They didn't mention a day that only happened 
19 years ago. 19 years ago. It's already erased. The thousands of lives destroyed by hate. By a group of people who hate what our country stands for. Who hate the hope that we gave to the world. They hated it. So they attacked us in what was our symbol of power. The World Trade Centers. World Trade Center. This is not a coincidence. And so to avoid... Avoid teaching our children what this country stands for. We also avoid our history. They don't know. And that is what allows them to be so easily, so easily persuaded to go out and loot and riot and quote, burn cities down. These are cities that families live in. These are cities that single men and women live in. These are cities that business owners live in. These are cities that other free citizens live in. And you're free to protest. Please make no mistake. I am down for a good protest. I I believe Martin Luther King is the standard. I I believe he set the standard when it comes to the freedoms we have in this country. When it comes to our freedom to stand up against injustice. Reverend Martin Luther King was an amazing man. It's a miracle that they even teach him about him. They just barely do. They don't. They just say civil rights and gloss over it and move on. Oh, they tag on oppression. Yeah. Go ahead and tag that in there. But we don't remember that he was a pacifist. He was a God-fearing man who relied on his faith and his bravery to simply stand in the face of evil, not fight. Stand. That's all it takes. You just got to stand. Anyway, this moved away from God and turned into a rant. I'm so sorry. But I'm very thankful. I'm thankful to God that I can have this rant because he blessed me to be in a country where I can. Where other countries would just cut my head off. Let's be honest. If these Marxists were in any other country, they'd all be dead. And I'm not saying that I want anyone to die. That is not, absolutely not my stance. I'm simply stating that it's because they too are blessed to be in this country that is the whole reason and like everything that they have that is saving their lives it's insane and I'm not gonna lie I'm a white girl we've all established I am a highly highly blessed white girl but make no mistake I wasn't blessed with two parents in a home I wasn't blessed by living middle class. I grew up poor. 
I was blessed to have a God. I'm blessed to have a Savior who would die for me. I'm blessed because I worked hard. Moses wasn't blessed by doing nothing. That Red Sea didn't part itself. God said, put your foot in. He didn't tell him why. He didn't tell him what he was going to do. He didn't say, if you put your foot in here, I'm going to create a path through this water. I'm going to save you. He just said, listen to me and do what I say. Put your foot in. Moses did. And when he did, that is when the miraculous happens. All I've done my entire life is try my absolute best to listen when he speaks. And it's amazing the things he could do when I had no job and I was depressed and I was at my absolute worst in my early 20s. And uh, I was really struggling. My God told me to take a job that I'd always swore it was for a company I'd always swore I would never work for. Oh, absolutely not. Corporate America, big money, la 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 la. Very, I was, I was, I was a mess. And he said, no, no, you're going to take it. You are. And I did. And when I did, I was unapologetic about who I am and who he is. And I was able to touch lives there. And it was a stepping stone. It was a stepping stone. And it wasn't the first job I took that I felt led to. I'm currently on number four. Um, I'm kind of praying this is the last one, (laughs) if I'm going to be honest. Um, But in it, he has blessed me immeasurably. I am well off what I feel is well off I have a roof over my head a very nice home in a very quiet albeit rural it is a rural area but it's my happy place and I'm thankful I'm thankful I don't have to worry about my bills I don't have to worry about the roof over my head I don't have to worry how I'm gonna feed my kid And I know that these are things that happen all across the world. And I'm not saying that if you have those worries, you're not blessed. I'm just acknowledging where I see in my own personal life and where I give my God credit. And I will say, even in my darkest hour, before I took that leap of faith that I would like seriously did not want to take um he was with me then he was right there in my mess with me loving me and loving me well he taught me to appreciate everything I have and I'm thankful I'm so thankful to my savior who loves me I thank you God I thank you for all that you've given me for my husband 
who quite honestly, I, I obviously it's all you because there is no way on this green earth I could have chosen him for myself. We are so different. And you know that. And it's because of that that you create such beauty from our relationship that I mean the amount of people that have come to tear it down and let me tell you they have been some really doozies you keep us focused on you you are the basis of our foundation what is it oh there's a song um but it's you know if the bones are good the rest don't matter and it's very uh true first of all because we are not and i mean not even remotely close to agreeing on i would almost venture to say like 75 percent of things we don't agree on so that's a lesson in life you don't have to agree to love oh lord I heard it. You don't have to agree to love. You don't have to. We've proven that. I love him despite some of his viewpoints about the world. I love him despite some of uh, his own personal humor. I'm not gonna lie, I don't always get it. I choose to love him when he is high strung and stressed out and trying to stress me out too. I choose because you chose, you chose to stay on that cross. You chose. To suffer. Mind you a horrible death. I mean the Romans. Good night. They perfected it. The amount of suffering. That one body could endure. And how horrific. They absolutely perfected it. And you. You chose that. To save me. Father, you watched your son endure that to save me. There is no way I could ever thank you enough. There's no way. All I could do is try to glorify you with my life. There will be no way to ever repay such a thing, but I will live for you. And I will do my best to let you shine through me. 
oh even when i cannot see <laughs> and i get all emo and let me make no mistake i do not like being emotional i really like being able to breathe through my nose and uh yeah doesn't change the fact that i love you and i know that my love is only only a tiny tiny tip of the iceberg compared to yours compared to the love i will experience in heaven oh father i cannot breathe i got problems here other people got better problems bigger or real but This is currently mine. And what, Father, what? Oh, can I just say how confused I am with my current world? The world, just with the world. Where somehow, somehow, I'm now told that I should feel guilty for the sins of what may or may not have even been my own personal ancestors. I don't know my, you know, genetics. I don't know that I had any slave owners in my family. And I know I had an aunt who did some real digging and I've got piles and piles of stuff upstairs um, for at least, you know, a quarter of my heritage my maternal grandmother's side of the family. I feel like my aunt would have been kind enough to tell me if I had any, well, no, I wouldn't even had any issues or any reason to feel guilty regardless of what my ancestors did because that was me. And I believe in you and that all people should be free. Absolutely. No question about it. That's that's the foundation of the gospel. That all are welcome to come. I'm a Gentile. You, you know? And you were a Jew. And you accepted me. And you, you, you accepted everyone. There was not... I mean, Gentiles, guys, we are all one of the same. If you're not a Jew, you are a Gentile. That, that There's no slice in it. And... You accepted me. Why would I not? Why would I not accept Eddie and everyone else? Why not? Do I have to agree with you? No. Do I have to believe whatever it is you believe? No. I mean, I would prefer to believe the same thing about Christ because I would love to know that your heart's right and that you're gonna get to go to I mean paradise for eternity but that's me worried about your future cause make no mistake this is just temporary this is just temporary and if I'm persecuted for knowing who my savior is and knowing that this 
Black Lives Matter Corporation. Guys, it's a corporation. Let's make no mistake. You can research it. I encourage you. Um, but they're Marxists. I don't know if maybe we just quit getting educated properly. Or, I mean, I'm starting to see more and more that it's, it is our education system that's indoctrined us to want to scream profanities at the police. And I don't understand why. I mean, God has placed a healthy fear of authority in me from a very young age, and it makes no sense, but it is. And they are men and women just like us trying to do what they think is right on a daily basis and trying to keep as many people safe in the process. There are husbands and wives who don't know if their spouse is going to come home every day. Especially right now. And I understand that there are young black kids that parents are worried about the exact same thing. I get that. I believe Black Lives Matter. I wholeheartedly do. I believe, yes, that all lives matter. But in Pastor Bishop, Brother Bishop Jakes, T.D. Jakes, he put it beautifully that you don't go to a breast cancer awareness rally with a prostate cancer t-shirt on screaming, what about prostate cancer? Yeah. We get it. Prostate cancer matters too. And yes, we get it. All lives matter. However, right now, black lives are in crisis. And I want to see that change. I want to see black men standing up for their kids. I want to see black mamas going and pulling their kids off the streets I mean, my mom, oh my gosh, I'm not saying that you're wrong by no means. I'm just saying my personal experience growing up as a kid, if I ever missed curfew, if I ever got caught doing stuff I wasn't supposed to do, my mother would have come unglued. Let me put that nicely. We believed in getting whipped. And I was never whipped. (laughs) I was a wonderful kid, right? Um, but she had follow through and that just means that if my mother said, if you do this, I'm going to do this. I knew she meant it because she was consistent. So in that regard, I was blessed. Oh, I've been blessed with a consistent mother who had never, never at any point did I question, well, can I get away with this? No. Why? Because I liked to say as a kid, my mom was crazy. And I don't know how, but pre-cell phones, she had eyes on me. And I wasn't going to get away with it. I wasn't. I wasn't going to get away with it. 
And I think maybe that's where my fear of authority came from. My healthy fear of authority that kept me out of so much trouble. And make no mistake, I had opportunity. It wasn't because I was a white kid in, you know, a upper middle class or middle class period. Or, or, you know, I went to some awesome school and la la la. No, no, no. I was poor. I'm talking, I got a job at 13 years old at a little gas station food mart thing because we were so poor and I knew I was going into high school and I knew if I wanted to go to prom, I was going to have to pay for it. And I'm not talking mom would buy me the ticket. No, no, like, no, I like, we couldn't afford a prom ticket guys, not a prom ticket. So I worked, I worked hard and make no mistake when I bought a prepaid cell phone so I could do play snake and uh, text. I was ecstatic. I was so thankful to have that thing. I took such good care of it. Not these, like, the stories I hear now of how many phones that that somebody's kid's gone through and, you know, how many phones have been broken and we didn't have that. I didn't have that problem. Why? Because I paid for it. And if I wanted to keep it, I was going to have to take care of it. I mean, that thing never got wet. (laughs) That was, I mean, that was my crown jewel man I took I took good care of that but I didn't go to a good school I didn't and I was not the best student I'm gonna be honest I didn't go to college quite literally I kind of hated the education system as a whole um I felt like it was shoving me into a box I felt like I wasn't really learning anything because I wasn't and that I was simply learning how to answer questions. Mind you, that's been, oh my gosh, like 14 years ago. Oh man, I feel old. Thank y'all. Um, and I made some really bad mistakes. I did. I, I mean, I, after I got out of my parents' house, that's when I made my mistakes. And I did a lot of things my parents didn't know. And I'm sure that's what's going on now. I'm sure that we've got a bunch of college kids, college age kids. I don't know if they're all in college. Um, college age kids out burning down cities. I just don't want it to become the cool thing for me to hate how God made me. I don't want that on my kid. I don't want my son to look in the mirror and go, oh, I got privilege because I look at my skin color. No, you got privilege because your mom and dad are married. Your mom and dad are still together. Your mom and dad are active in your education. Your mom and dad are what make you privileged, not your skin color. There, there are black men and women who are so much more, who grew up much more privileged than I did. Much more. And, I mean, whether they made something of themselves after or not, 
I, I don't know. I don't think it really matters, to be honest. I think that we got to quit focusing so much on what we have or don't have and focus more on who who we have, who whose we are. But that's just my personal opinion on this whole hot mess. Now, do I agree that no one should die with somebody's knee on their throat? Absolutely. I'm not just, I'm, well, I'm not excusing anything. All I can say is it's hard. It's a hard job. It's a hard situation. Please stop resisting arrest. Just please stop. And know that... I mean, I understand people don't like statistics thrown at them. But me, as a white woman, I'm more likely to get shot resisting arrest people. I am. A white man? Even more so. Because cops know that they're not going to get... They're not going to have a White Lives Matter corporation run by Marxists pop up to try and dismantle them and take them down over a white man or a white woman. Is racism real? Yes. Is it something that can go away? Yes. That's my opinion. I was not born racist. I am like, I'm not racist. And I refuse. I refuse someone telling me that I have to be just because my skin is white. No. I am a child of God. I am (laughs) quite honestly envious of a beautiful tan. And, um, yeah. Like, There's zero hate here, y'all. And I'm not going to lie. I want some black friends. Here's what sucks. I never leave my house for the most part. I work from home. I don't get out much. And I switch churches to somewhere that is not as big and not as money loaded. And in the not best neighborhood in town because I'm looking for others unlike myself to love on. Okay, so we all got to take steps. All I know is God is good all the time whether it aligns with my personal opinion of good or not doesn't matter God is good it is fact and if I ever once look at him and say that wasn't good that wasn't that wasn't good whose version of good am I judging by mine or his because God is good Oh, 
I am going to try and commit to more podcasts. Ranting. I've got some conversations I've had with my sister that I think would be. Honestly, I'd love for her to join me. I think those would be some really good things. And I'm sorry for the sound quality because, again, I am sitting on my porch, which is where I have a tendency to have some of my best talks with God. So my encouragement is get outside and not to burn something down. Just get outside. Take a look around you and seek him. Those who seek, find. Those who ask, answers are given to them. And those who knock, the door will be answered. Look for him. He's here. Just gotta look. So my encouragement today is, look. Please, please look. Because I can tell you right now, this world is trying to drag me down. It is trying to get me right back in my state of depression. It is trying to tell me all kinds of lies. It is. And when I can tell you, look for him. He'll remind you of the good things. What to be thankful for. Being thankful and humble is like step number one. I mean, to be thankful that God wakes you up every day. And that you have breath in your lungs. Like that's a good thing to be thankful for. How many of us take it for granted? To be thankful because you were having a quite literally bad dream. Like horror story dream. And knowing that he woke you from that. And instead of being mad that you woke up at 4.30 in the morning. Be thankful. I didn't have to finish out that dream y'all. And it was not going good. I am, oh, I'm so thankful. It'll mess with me all day. So, get outside. Seek. Ask. Knock. And may God be with you.